How was your Thanksgiving? Both of my Thanksgivings were nice. They were different, but nice. How was uh, yours? Different. Nice. Hey, Scott. Hello. I went to my aunt and uncle's first Thanksgiving, and then we had Thanksgiving again on Saturday. Okay. And my mother, she she was watching the cooking channel, and so she wrote down the recipes from the cooking channel and then cut them in half, and we still had enough feed, food to feed 20 people for four of us. Wow. But, yeah, great turkey recipe. Melt two sticks of butter and add a bottle of wine. Put cheesecloth in it. Drape it over the turkey and put it in the oven. Base with the butter and wine every so often. We had drunk turkey. It was great. Good. Had a good time. Yeah. How about you, Trisha? Did a turkey trot. Yeah. It was freezing cold. Huh? So, did a turkey trot and then went up to my aunt, drove up to my aunt and uncle's and met my parents and Ulrich there. Had turkey, played 3 to 13 <laughs> as the longest card game ever. <laughs> That sounds like fun. Yeah, I mean, it was it was just nice. Nothing, nothing, nothing dramatic or stuff. So it was it was pretty good. Cool. It was Thursday. Yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> so Scott, how was yours? But you had Thanksgiving a couple weeks ago, didn't you? Mm, about it, seven. Yeah, it's the first Monday in October. Okay. So. Okay. Because that's closer to our harvest time, so you know, there's no point in having Thanksgiving when there's snowdrifts outside. Mm. <laughs> So very true. We are below freezing here. It's downright cold. (laughs) We were the coldest place in the world on, I believe it was Sunday, possibly Saturday. Wow. We were tied with some town in Saskatchewan and the South Pole. Minus 35 degrees Celsius, which is close to that Fahrenheit as well, because minus 40 is the same. Yeah. I didn't go outside. (laughs) I don't blame you. It must have been Saturday, because I was able to not go outside. Because Sunday you would have church. Mm-hmm. Ooh. And then I got a ride to go to the place, so that was fine. Do that Fridays and Saturdays at the moment. Cool. Speaking of Fridays, even though we haven't had Thanksgiving, we still get Black Friday, apparently. That's funny. Yeah. Because no one has a day off, so they can't actually go to the sales, but the sales are there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I boycotted Black the, Friday. Um, yeah. You know, the big department stores and stuff are from the States, so they do it anyway, and everybody else is like, well, they're having a sale, I guess we should have a sale. (laughs) I saw your Ulrich's picture with the candy canes, that was really cute. Yeah, my girlfriend does a great job. She does, she's a good photographer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we did that on Friday, then mom mom came down on Saturday, and that's when we went shopping. We talked about shopping on Sunday, but everybody was afraid, so we didn't go. It It wasn't too bad here. My shopping is probably going to be online, if anything. I mean, they're having Cyber Monday sales now, so... Yeah. We need a chicken water warmer. Say that three times fast. Chicken water warmer. Chicken water water. Chicken water water. Yeah. Uh, Nope. Didn't work. So we looked online, and we could get it for about $50. $52.99. And I was like, oh, well, you know, the pet store's supposed to be getting some in. So we went down to the pet store. Same one. $83. I was like, okay, I'll wait three days and order it online, thanks. So I had to come mm. in. But that means tomorrow morning I need to haul water out to the chickens, and that's a pain in the tush, because we can't have water running when it's freezing. It breaks the lines. That was our big thing. That and I got pulled over the other day. I knew it was happening. Oh. He he was coming at me, and he pulled into the parking lot next to me and then came out behind me, and I'm like, what? I haven't done a thing. 
And I made sure I was going 25 in the school, and I did the stops and the stop signs, and I did everything, and he came up behind me, and I'm just like, oh, man. And I made my turn onto the highway and got down to the next light, and he flipped on his lights, and I'm like, ah. So I pulled over. I pulled over in front of the police station, no less. Mm-hmm. And he got out, and he came over, and he said, do you know your headlights out? No. I just checked my headlights. They were fine. Well, your headlights out. I just pulled you over to tell you, but can I have your license and red, you know, all this stuff? I'm like, I have to call my work and tell them I'm going to be late. Oh, it only takes 30 seconds. I'm like, I'm already late because you pulled me over. 30 seconds more, it's going to make me that much later. So I had to call. But my brother came and fixed my light yesterday, so that was cool. Mm, that's good. Yeah, it's kind of a pain. I can do it, but it's it's a pain. He's much faster at it than I am. Better with tools. Tools? What's that? Yep, that's about how I feel about him. You can hit things. I don't guarantee that hitting it with a hammer will actually help, but I can do that. Yeah, sometimes it does help. In order to change my light, I have to take the grill off of my truck. So that's five screws, if they're all if they're all screwed in. Apparently, I only had one screw left in there, so I was close to losing my grill. And then unscrew the stuff around the light and pull the light out, unplug it, and then plug in a new one, and then screw everything back together and put it in the grill. So it does take a little bit of time. And now I have four screws instead of one screw in there, so that's good. Yeah. <laughs> See, it's good to have the brother come and do it. I'd have just gone, okay, whatever. One screw back in and went. <laughs> <laughs> the way I roll. That's how you roll. That's how I roll. So, I don't know how late Mooney's going to be. Mooney comes running in. Well, I guess that answers my question. She should be here in any second. <laughs> <laughs> so, there so, you go. I was gonna say I was gonna, I don't know how late she's gonna be, but uh, when she gets here, we'll. we'll Are we starting start. from twelve? Is that am mm-hmm. I remembering yeah, that correctly? Yeah, twelve to seventeen. Okay. Introduction of CJ. Yeah. Dun 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 dun. We finally get CJ for CJ, and then we finally get to the big reveal, sort of. Kind of. Not really. Somewhat. <laughs> yeah. I have moose munch popcorn, and I'm trying really, really hard not to eat it because I'll have a crunching in the in the podcast. But, oh, it's so tempting. I haven't eaten. Did you not eat again? Oh, I ate, I ate before I worked out. I'm just kind of I'm I'm, ty- I'm tired because it was a pretty hard workout, and I'm like, Ugh. I had like a yeah. tickle in my throat, so I'm thinking, I, I'm like, I can't be sick. I can't be sick. I'm not gonna let myself be sick. Hi, Mooney. How was Thanksgiving? <laughs> she doesn't sound good. I know. Are you okay, Mooney? Yeah. I think I'm... I think whatever you've got, Sue, I'm getting or something. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to share it with you. Because the, between the GREs and everything else, and I, I think it's just hitting me about now, which is a good thing because I just turned in two of my three applications and I've got another month to work on my dream school. So I am at the moment rather relieved. I bet. And you uh, finished Wino Nymo, however you say that. You know, right? Oh, yeah, I finished. I know. Uh oh. You guys sound great to me. Really? You sound. Oh dear. Yeah, everybody's losing quality except Sue. Uh, you too. <laughs> I'm on full bar, so I should be okay. Yeah, you, oh, now Sue's vanishing. Well. Okay. Oh, great. gee, Trisha, you're awful. So everybody should do Audacity this time, is what we're saying. Well, as long as you guys can hear, I hear you guys all great. So I don't know. Okay. okay, so the recording should be all right. Mm-hmm. Scott, you're much better. Yeah, That's we must good. just be fluctuating in or something. Scott, were you able to find that file I sent? 
I didn't look this morning, actually. Okay. I'm sure it's there. Because, yeah, Bob said, how's... I said, when do you want me to release this? And he said, as soon as you get the thing from Scott. I said, okay. Oh, I think he's getting close. So mm-hmm. no, no rush on your end, because I still have to go and edit some stuff out of it. Don't worry. I'm bemused okay. by Sue. Because I'm still a Dalek? Yes. Yeah. Can, can you at least understand? Can, can you understand us? Yeah. yeah. I, mean, do you, <laughs> I don't know if there's something else I can do. Oh, and now you're better. Do you guys want to keep going and try it, or do you want to call it? Why don't we keep going? If it gets even worse, we'll let me know, and we'll mm. figure something else. Yeah. Now, now you sound much better. You know, what did you just uh, do? Try I, hanging up and calling again. And see if that makes any difference. I could try Sometimes that. Sometimes it does. I could try that. All I did was move the call thing up to the top of my screen, which makes no sense of that being any better. I don't know, but you're much better. Yeah, it okay. seems to be okay at the moment. Maybe it's just your internet is a little bit better at the moment. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, usually if I'm in my room, it, it works better because I have a straight shot over. Mm. I should go close my door anyway, just in case Eddie uh, decides to go nuts again. Yeah, poor Eddie. I think he's been uh, moved to another room or something, because I think I heard a door. But uh. <laughs> I've had way too many cough drops today. I'm going to try not to have to eat them, but if I start yeah, coughing, okay. I will. I think there's a limit on them, and I go way over the limit. Yeah. Oh, speaking of applications, so I got a new credit card because I'm getting rid of the one, one of the ones I have now. Well, the only one in my name that I have now. Mm-hmm. And so I, I set up, I started trying to set up my, my online accessy thingy mm-hmm. and it tells you you know you have to have a letter at least one letter or at least one number and oh. you know whatever all the other nonsense yes. what they do not tell you in addition to those things you can't it it's it doesn't let you have capitals or something or uh-huh. at least it doesn't let you start with a capital letter including my username and it, w- it wouldn't tell me what was wrong when I tried to make a username that started with a capital letter, it was like this username like can't be used or something like, you know, like it makes mm-hmm. it sound like somebody else already has it. And what I finally figured out was it didn't like capital letters. And then so I'm trying to do the password. I've got it all right. And I should, probably should have clued into this, but I was, meh. It, well, it didn't like that I was starting with a capital letter or a number. And mm-hmm. so I'm sitting here for about 20 minutes trying to get this stupid thing to let me make a username. It took longer than my submitting my stupid application day. Wow. I looked up Butterbeer today and found the found out where I might be able to get Butterbeer and sent my Ooh. link and said, This is what I want for Christmas. Ooh. <laughs> I had the to, stuff at the con was from uh, some local place apparently. So. Yeah. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, but all the places that it says that they that I can find it locally here are either out of business or they've never heard of it, so Aww. It doesn't seem to huh. be working. I, their their uh, finder thing isn't quite right. It must be really old. Mm. So I had to... I watched the, the mail lady drive up my driveway Saturday and stop. And yeah. then start to back up. <laughs> and I thought, oh, so mom met her. Because mom went out to the chicken coop. I said, oh, mm-hmm. mom met her and she got the package. And so then mom comes in and I say, where'd the package go? And she's like, what package? And I said, well, the mail lady was there. So I got an email thing saying... The mail couldn't be delivered because your fence was across the yard. And I was like, oh, that's right. The fence was there. We had the chickens out. What? Well, when the chickens are out, we put a 
the fence across the driveway so they can't get into the garden and they can't get into the yard and tear it. Oh, 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 okay. But the male lady couldn't figure out how to get through it, so she just backed up and went back to the thing. Oh. So I had to sign in. I had to make an account and sign in so that I could get them to re-deliver it. Yeah. Well, their password, you have to have more than 10 characters. You mm-hmm. have to have at least an at sign or a then or a plus, you know, a plus or, yeah. you know, one of those things. Yep, yep. Plus a number. Yep. And by the time I came up with something, I was just like pulling my hair out. And I can't even remember what it is now. I need to write it down. I, I wrote it on a scrap paper, but I better write it down because I'm not going to ever remember it. <laughs> I like it. When this is why just... password managers come in handy because they also make passwords for you. Yeah. Actually, I did tell it to remember it on this computer. So maybe I won't oh. have to worry about it too much. Well, you will when you have to get a new computer. <laughs> yeah, I know. But it's just like people. Why do you make it so hard? It's the U.S. mail. I know. You know, this isn't rocket science here, but apparently it is. Apparently. So, yeah, yeah. I'm with you. It is. It's because they get paranoid about all the viruses, and if you don't have a supremely complicated password, they're going to steal all your information <laughs> and cause a crash of the mail system. And Well, they you know, do that well. anyway. Look at Target and Walmart and... Oh, I know. Heaven knows what else. And you know what? There's nothing we could do about it because, you know what? Their guys are as smart as the other guys. And so we... Well, they're all smarter than me, so, yeah. Kind of just hang well, on and they go. Won't take, they won't take my stuff because they'll look at it and they'll feel better and they'll put money back in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that was the thing. I went to the, the pet store today and I was like, well, the one I need more than I have in my bank account at the moment, so I guess I can't get it. Sorry. Thanks. <laughs> There's not much for them to steal from me. They could try, but oh, yeah. you can only bleed so okay. much out of the turnip. Yeah. Mm. Like I said, they'll build the sorry for me more than anything else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my one bank account only has the limit because I switched to another bank. <laughs> there you go. Mm-hmm. But I suppose we should finish this out and then go on our... Let me go, let me go to sleep. Yep, let you go to sleep. So... Very awesome fun. Very awesome fun. That's us, man. There's something going on. I'm not Microsoft. <laughs> I wasn't snoring, was I? I'm a Sherbert Lover. If I start snoring, let me know. Never mind. I'm not going there. I'm not going there. Uh, we're just having adventures. Yep. Adventures. adventures are good. Good girl. Not chocolate chocolate. Stupid. Uber evil. <laughs> How's that going? Yeah, <laughs> 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 oh, I snorted so much yesterday, it was unreal. <laughs> same same time, same same channel. It's all snake time, 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 Trisha. Christmas uh, 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 I need to learn how to have a filter on my mouth. Holy oh, shit! Yes, Scott. They're there to talk here, about please. the sector. They're going to worry about homework Aww. later. <laughs> I swear, yeah. I read them for the stories. <laughs> Sex and snow gags. Awkward. I'm so good on nightmares. <laughs> you always laugh before the end. I don't think we please where the story lands. Ever ends. 
Welcome to Potterfic Weekly, the flagship of the series of family of podcasts that is Potterfic Weekly. I am Sue. I'm Scott. I'm Trisha. And I'm Mooney. And we are doing The End of We Belong To in America by MJ2007 on fanfiction.net. We, there are at least two more. I think it's just two more in this series. But we aren't going to be able to keep going. We hope that we have caught your attention, though, and that you will continue on. Because mm-hmm. they are well worth it. They're fun. They yeah. are fun. I haven't reread them yet, but I remember <laughs> enjoying them the first time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I, we started reading this, I just went hog wild and just kept going and going and going. Yeah. And we start tonight with CJ who Mooney remembers and kept saying, where is CJ in all of this? So here you <laughs> yep. go, Mooney. Here's where CJ there he is. is. Yay. He's very far away from Salem, USA, and not even very so near, not even so very near to the borough. It was a house deep in the English moors, two stories plus an attic. And this is where Cedric's family is. We have Amos, who has been grieving his son. His wife passed away while giving birth to... CJ, who is a replacement for Cedric John. So this poor kid, I mean, I understand grieving and wanting to maybe have another child, but this child is a replacement child down to his name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, isn't that, I'm sorry, I just wanted to, uh-huh. yeah, you can, you can take your anger out on him more than Molly in this one. No, I still don't like Molly. <laughs> I know you don't like <laughs> Molly. And Bill, but, Bill's an ass, too. Mm-hmm. Percy, though. Uh-huh. I'm liking Percy in this one. He Percy apparently gets better. it from his mother. Yeah. <laughs> the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. No. So CJ looks like his brother. He's only 10 years old, but he's got Cedric's easy good looks and athletic build. But his eyes are haunted and calculating, and more like closed shutters on windows. And he doesn't smile. And in his very short life, he's had very little to smile about, because Amos Diggory is mad. And not angry as, mad. He's an insane. Cuckoo mad. Yeah. He's crazy. And he's a lot of fries short of a happy meal is what he is. Oh, yeah. He's a, he's a, he's like a beer short of a six pack. Mm-hmm. Or two or three. Yeah. yeah, I was going to say he's one or three. Oh, my God. Do I need a dust? <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. And the only reason CJ hasn't gone crazy himself is that Cedric has been able to come back as a sort of ghost. Mm-hmm. Not quite a normal ghost, because Amos never sees him. But he's able to come by and kind of try and raise his brother, or at least shield his brother from the worst that, as mm-hmm. as much as he can manage. Yeah. And he also has three house elves who belong to his mother, who were actually freed once she died, but who have given their loyalty to CJ. And they protect him to the best of their ability or heal him to the best of their ability. Not that it's a lot, but he has someone in the house besides his crazy father. Mm-hmm. Kind of like poor Draco's son, in a way. Mm-hmm. I don't know who. What is that elf's name? Oh, oh goodness. Yeah, I know what you're um, talking but I can't remember now. No. I would say Winky, but I know it's not Winky. No, doesn't it start with a T? 
I don't remember. The, the the elf that helps out with Scorpius when Pansy's drunk. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't remember either. Yeah, but yeah, we could but find the thing it, I'm is, sure. I mean, I mean, Scorpius please has. I mean, he, mm-hmm. is, he is a true parent figure for, I mean, for CJ. No, he doesn't have it, anything. Mm-hmm. No. Apparently, one of the things that Amos's obsession has latched onto is that the Weasley store was started with Harry Potter's Triwizard winnings that he won over Cedric, and it's it, that's where everything has gone downhill. So obviously, mm-hmm. Harry Potter and George Weasley are completely at fault for. Cedric being dead, and so he's decided he's going to ruin uh, Weasley's Wizard Weezes, and this will somehow help. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it is such a twisted web. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, I mean, yeah. Such a twisted web and such a twisted mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It doesn't make sense, but the thing is, yeah. Uh, when, when you're crazy, it doesn't have to make sense. It just makes sense in your mind, and obviously it makes sense in Amos's mind. Yeah. And so Cedric has been like pulling strings behind the curtains and all of that. So he he's been working on different things and he knows what's happening in various parts of the world and so he's telling CJ what he needs him to do and at this point he needs CJ to do something in Hogsmeade. And and CJ's like, "Well, dad, take me." And Cedric said, "Yeah, I can talk to him." So while Amos can't hear can't see him, he does hear him in his mind. That's got to be cre- oh, that's got to be creepy. Oh yeah. Well, he probably hears a lot of. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, and yeah, so the voices in my head don't like you. As my as Calvin was saying the other day, the voices in my head don't like you. Yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah, I don't like you too. <laughs> <laughs> and then we switch up, and we are back in Salem, and we have it's an unseasonable warm spell. And Alfred and Tony are playing baseball back in the backyard. And baseball. Yeah. Alf's not so sure about this baseball thing. <laughs> Soccer. Now that's a game. Baseball. What are you going to wear this stupid mitt for? You know, George and Jimmy are talking about birthdays. And Jimmy finds out that George is an April Fool birthday. <laughs> and he says, I should have known that. Of course he is. Mm-hmm. I'm bored. Yes. That was a. I'll be back in a second. Okay. Go get your kiddo. Okay. And we know that Rufus is there chasing the ball. And we f- we find out that Shell is away. Michelle is away at a conference. And George is looking after the beast. And she's on a conference for child suicide. Which is something near and dear to her heart. Heavy stuff. After what's happened lately. Yeah. And O'Malley's selling his house. And he's going to move away, which makes sense, because he wouldn't want to stay in that house. No. Yeah. And Jimmy's giving George a bad time, and he says, So, when you ask Michelle to marry you, are you going to stick around here, or are you moving back to England? And George, you know, turns three shades of red, and he says, Well, I want to ask her to marry me, but there's things that I have to tell her. And Jimmy lets him know that he knows what the secret is. He doesn't tell George what the secret is, but he knows. Well, for crying out loud, just spill the beans, people. I know. So much. So Uh, much things. So many things would have been different if they just talked to each other. Miscommunication. You're not supposed to tell these secrets, you know. I know. Yeah. Stupid. And Michelle doesn't know that Jimmy knows, but 
Jimmy's friend, who was Michelle's fiance, called and just, you know, totally went off and told him all these crazy wild things. He's like, well, I think that whatever, Jimmy says, whatever you do, I hope that you'll keep in touch because Tony and Alf are good friends. And George thinks, I just hope I can do that. I can hope I can do that. And then we go to the boys who are playing catch. And then the dog steals the ball and they have to chase the ball and the dog and wrestle it out of his mouth. And now it's all slimy and gross. And Tony's like, you do know that your dad and and Shell are dating, right? I was like, yeah. But I didn't know everybody else knew that. Yeah, no, that was it. Hello! She's one of my dad's oldest friends. I call her aunt. And then he says, everybody's happy about it. And then he says, you two are in the witness protection program, aren't you? And I was like, what? He's good, this kid. Yeah. I know you can't tell me, even if you are, if, even if I'm right, but I just want you to know that I know and I kind of got your back. <laughs> wow. So he's like, um, not really. It's different, I think. Yeah, and I bet your name's not even Weatherby, is it? I hope it's Alfred, though. I can't think of you as anything else. Although, if they really were in Witsuck, they would change everything. Yeah, they would. And then we move to Amos, who's in his study, and hearing voices. Mm-hmm. Hearing voices Cedric nobody else can is bad, even in the wizarding world. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> if anybody else was here, they'd just see Cedric, but Amos is weird. Amos is too far gone. Mm-hmm. So. He can't allow himself to uh, um, see Cedric the ghost because then he'd have to acknowledge that Cedric doesn't agree with all the stuff he's doing. Yeah, which yeah. Cedric does not do. Yeah. Yes. And he's, you know, he's talking to himself. George Weasley flaunting his blood money, not decent. It isn't my Cedric's dead. Um, so Cedric has to play this game. He has to get his father, too. I'm sorry. Somebody keeps messaging me, and I, like, turned it off hoping it would go away, but it's come back, so I got distracted. Squirrel. Yeah. Squirrel. So he's he says that, it, you know, he's playing this game. Well, you, you want him. You've got him trained, Dad. You've got CJ trained, just like you want. And now let's have a test. You're going to be a da- double agent, and, and now you need to have people think that you're reconnecting with the world, and CJ will do the rest with guidance. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. And, you know. He's basically trying to um, get CJ a chance to be friends with Alf, but he has mm-hmm. to make uh, um, Amos think it's his idea, and he's he's sneaking him in to take down the Weasley family from the inside. And, uh, right. And, yeah. And now we know where CJ gets his uh, traits when he gets sorted. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And so he and says, Richo right. O'Malley has uh, sold his house to his cousin, Mm-hmm. Who happens to have a such a contrived coincidence? <laughs> mm-hmm. Just a bit. Yeah, he'd never much cared for Ad Barge. Mm-mm. Nope. So he's selling the house to Dudley and his family, and and we find out that Dudley has a son named Harry. Mm-hmm. Oh, that must drive his parents mad. Oh, you know it. And then move on. And in chapter thirteen, we have George. And Michelle at Fenway Park going to watch a game. Mm-hmm. Ah, yes. It's just There's after George's really birthday. Find out. Yeah, this is because we've suspected. Mm-hmm. We've suspected for a long time, but we find out in this chapter. So George had he got tickets 
And then he had this internal debate on whether or not to take Michelle or Alf. And Alf said, nope, you're taking Michelle. That's it. And he gave that him settles a that. big wink and he said, maybe you can kind of let her know about magic while you're there. Mm-hmm. Alf's like, I don't like, I don't like that baseball thing anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's it. And Shell's there with Alf's glove and she says, Dustin's leading off. He's my favorite player. And George's oh, like, Oh gee, yeah. I never noticed. <laughs> So, there we go. And then we have Alf and Tony that are watching the game from home. Mm-hmm. The terminology confused me, but I kind of skimmed over it. What, the baseball stuff? Uh-huh. Tony's doing algebra. You can do that instead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dear God, I practically flunked algebra. Me too. The only reason I'll take I geometry. I can oh. do geometry. Don't ask no, me. Geometry. Geometry. Algebra. Yeah. I like algebra. algebra. And some <laughs> strange things happen with geometry just here, because uh, they have a ball that goes wide towards the stands and then it um suddenly kind zips of- upward into Michelle's glove. Hi. <laughs> Perfectly yeah. too. Mm-hmm. I mean and Michelle caught it. <gasps> Alpha's like What you doing? And the announcer's like, I'm telling you folks, that's some win we've got in the park tonight. I guess the friendly spirits are here in droves for the whole town team. Woohoo! Nice catch by that young lady. <laughs> and Jimmy's looking yeah. at Alf going, are you okay? You don't look so good. And Alf's just like, oh, I'm going to kill him. I'm going to kill him. I'm going to kill him. <laughs> mm-hmm. so. And he waits until they're alone, and he's trying to think of a tactful way to ask George if he's lost his mind. And mm-hmm. or just like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> Was it obvious? Dad, you made the ball, you nearly made the ball to a somersault in the back twist. How did she take it? And George was like, uh, well, I didn't say anything. So, what, but She didn't what, notice. She didn't she notice dropped because her pen. she dropped her pen and was rooting around Why the floor. Why is she, what, what, what is she doing with a pen? Because she was. to get an autograph. She was writing stats down. Oh. Oh. And, She's but she wasn't with the pen. She was down there with the wand. Doing the same thing George was. No wonder the ball came right to him with the two of them doing it. You know? So, and George lost his nerve to talk to her about anything magic at that point because, yeah. Seriously, guys. She oh. assumes that she did accidental magic when mm-hmm. it was really George. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. It was her thinking it was accidental. And she's like, oh, no, I can't believe I did that. And Rufus is like, what? What did you do? In his little doggy way. Mm-hmm. So I totally... Oh, at least George is clueless. <laughs> They're both clueless. They deserve each other. They do deserve each other. And at this point, I really thought that Rufus was a familiar or an animagus or something like that. Um, and I thought that the first time I read this, too. I was I was sure that he was some sort of a magical being. Hmm. I, that never occurred to me. Neither did I. to me either. Well, I don't know. I was just really in tune with him. And, you know, just the way he, in this particular part, you know, he looks at her, he gives a little whine, he comes over to her and waves his a paw, and he you know what, but makes you know, you know how animals are. They I know. Interesting well, plus, magical pets are smarter. I mean, for God's sake, Sirius got Crookshanks to take a letter to Gringotts. Yeah, but Crookshanks wasn't just a cat. He's half weasel or but something. That's true. Though so how yeah. the wolf Crookshank got, got the Gringotts, I don't know. 
Well, I think he just flew right. He just he just put it in the flu somehow. I don't quite know how, but and okay, then meow, 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 meow. Oh, I, you know what he did? He smuggled it up to the owlery oh. and Not sent it out with an owl. Well, the owl took it in its beak. You know how they do in the movies instead of on their legs. <laughs> I don't know. I'm throwing it. Okay, somebody needs to write a fan fiction of this. All right. Yes, please. So, and then we move to poor Dutters. <sighs> and Vernon is like, of course your mom and I are coming to your new house to m- help you move in. That silly wife of yours surely won't object. And Dudley's just like, oh, dad, just go away. I thought we got rid of you. And and he's talking about little Hank. His mm-hmm. name is Harry, dad. Harry. I thought you could remember that one. Mm-hmm. Oh, Vern. And oh, look, there's a kid across the street named Weatherby who might be able to babysit sometimes. Yep. Hmm. The, yeah. Seems strangely familiar. I don't know where the resemblance is from. <laughs> yeah, as he looks at a fireplace. Hmm, why does that boy look familiar to me? Something to do with a fireplace? That doesn't make any sense. But Oh dear, Harry's climbed the bookshelf. <laughs> again. Crash. Then they forget about the neighbor kid. Yep. And then we have Amos taking CJ to the through Hogsmeade. And poor CJ. He sees Wizard Wheezes. And just like any 10-year-old kid that would do, he stops and goes, <gasps> and his father squeezes his shoulder and, you know, still trying to be joyful and everything. He's like, when I get you home, I'm going to hurt you really bad. It's just like, oh, this poor kid. But he takes him into the, uh, are they in the leaky? I think probably. No, they're going to the hog's head. Oh, that's right. They're going to the hog's head. So he takes them into the hog's head. Wait, they're in Hogsmeade? Hogs. They're in Hogsmeade, yeah. Oh, Yeah, they're looking at the the Weezes. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And so they have a little bit of lunch, and and he's like, and Amos is like, wait for my sign. You can do that, boy. If you do it right, your beating might not be so bad. Bastard. I know. Yes, father? Uh-huh. Again. Uh-huh. And Arthur's at the bar, and he sees Amos, and so he comes over and, you know, talks to him. And, of course, Amos is like, yeah, good to see you. Things are better. Uh-huh. This is my CJ. Yeah, 10 years old. He'll be at Hogwarts next year. And they start talking, and CJ is gets leave to go and look at the posters. And Why is Arthur telling them about Alfred? I thought they weren't supposed to tell him about Alfred. Well, I our, think everybody knows about him. They just don't know true. where he is. That's true. So, Because, I mean, he's been in Diagonal Alley and everything else. And so he's looking for the back rooms. CJ is, just like Cedric had told him. And then we switch back to the back rooms where another mouse has died. Oh, dear. These poor little yeah. mice. Mm-hmm. And Draco's like, I don't know what's wrong. We've done everything right. And Snape's like, well, clearly you haven't because somebody keeps dying. You know, these mice keep dying. And it's like, we've aged it. We've not aged it. We've boiled it. We've steamed it. We've simmered it gently. We Nothing... even talked nice to it. Yeah. <laughs> and here comes CJ. Excuse me. Nice mice. New Zealand borers, right? And Draco's like, young man, this is a private room and you are not welcome. You are emphatically not welcome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Hermione's like, but are Hermione you, can, yeah. You related to, and he's like, yep, Cedric Diggory, that's my brother. He wrote his seventh year care magical creatures paper on those mice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Father had it back. I bound. read it. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. What 10 year old does not read about 
magical creatures that mm-hmm. their brothers has ta- has done. Uh, to me, this is, gets a little, a little far fetched, but I understand it's supposed to be why. But I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, why? It's because Amos has made him study on everything Cedric ever Cedric. did. Right. And he had yeah. his it old reports it, it bound. It, it and, uh, yeah. Well, plus there's nothing else for the poor kid to do. That's true. Yeah. True. So. You know, he's like, can I ask what kind of potion this is? It looks really complicated. And, and Draco's just like, you can ask. Anybody can ask. But you have no reason to expect an answer. You know, this is no place for a child. CJ's just totally unfazed because... Yes. But I noticed this plant over here uh, is a thing that happens to be highly toxic to this particular species of mice. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm surprised they hadn't figured that out yet. I know. Found potion testing before. Most people use a different kind of mouse. Well, thanks. Bye. <laughs> Hi, here, Jen. Bye. Hi, Mister Exposition. Mm-hmm. And then he's out. And Draco and Hermione are just like, "Oh my yeah. goodness!" <laughs> Draco's like, "That insolent, imperious brat." Hermione's like, "Yes, he rather reminds me of you at that age." <laughs> <laughs> and Snape is like really thinking, and he's like, "Well." Diggory was good at magical creatures. Uh, did Hagrid say anything? And it's, she said, it's doubtful Hagrid knows we're even using this stuff. It's really rare. Oh, that's what Drago says. But we can't afford to ignore it. We're going to have to check it out. And we need to get some different, you know, India gold mice instead. And Scorpius gets the other ones. Yeah. Yeah. That's for Scorpius. That's for Scorpius. That works. Hopefully there won't be lots of more mice. Good thing around. And then... We shift to CJ, who's been beaten, but not crucioed. So this is a good night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good night, kid. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, Amos is a really good actor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. They get, they start getting his number after a while. Yeah. yeah. That's true. But yeah. It worked for the moment, anyway. He, he says, Cedric, I did it. And Cedric's like, yeah, but at what price? And he said, I've had worse. And Cedric's like, that's a terrible thing to hear to say. It doesn't make me any feel any better. No, poor kid. He is. Poor, poor kid. And I don't want to lock Amos and Lucius in a closet together or something. That would be, well, yeah, that would be. I'm well, a person. And, and Voldemort. Mm-hmm. Throw it in. No, 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 no. Give him umbrage. No, no. That, that's worse. <laughs> Voldemort. No, 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 no. Give him to the person who's coming up in the next... Vernon? No, in the next series. Ah. Okay, that works too. So I am reading, at the same time I reread this, I'm reading Raindrops and Roses, which I believe me. I love that one. And it just updated too. Yeah, well that's why I started reading it again, because I had read it through to where it was, but that was a long time ago, so I'm rereading it. Yeah, I don't remember Reiko is such a jerk. I know! So I'm trying to get, you know, I'm I have both of them going at once, and I have to remember which fic I'm in because it's like, okay, oh yeah, yeah, Draco's this is the good nice guy Draco. in this one. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, I know. And then the other one is like, I just want to wring his neck. Oh, the two of them will get along very well. Yeah, he just took four scores. Oh yes. So, but we've changed chapters now, and it Into is May May fifteenth. It's her birthday. It's May fourteenth. May fourteenth, which is my friend Dwayne's birthday, so that's cool. Wait, I don't know. No, that's chapter 14. Chapter 14, yeah. Chapter 14, May 15th, yes. Her birthday, I think, is still coming up. And Alf wants to know what 
George got her for her birthday. Is <laughs> it a ring? And it's like, no. No, he, you do not. Okay. All the men out there, I'm telling you now, you do not propose on a, on a holiday, any kind of holiday. Not even Valentine's Day? Not even, oh, that makes it even worse. <laughs> okay. Okay. You tell no, Valentine's Day, definitely not a birthday. Only because. Mine? No. Because, okay, you can't ever top that ever again. So every time you get something, you're like, eh, yeah, whatever. That, but you call me a ring. Kind of no, thing. you just get two presents because it's birthday and anniversary. Yeah. And then hopefully he'll remember one or the other, so. No. You just never do it because, case in point, me, I got proposed to on Valentine's Day. Guess what is my least favorite holiday now? <laughs> mm. Single Awareness Day? Yeah. Speaking of birthdays, so I think pretty much right after my aunt and uncle got married, my uncle wakes up one morning with this feeling of today is something special and I can't figure out what it is. And so my aunt was teaching back then, so he sent her flowers at her, at her work, and she's like, it's not my birthday, it's not my, you know, it's not her anniversary, she couldn't figure out what it was, and then that day, you know, after they got home, it dawned on him that it was my uncle's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Yeah. So he should have sent himself flowers. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> oh, well. So George is trying to dress up, and he can't knot his tie, but Luckily, Alf's mother has taught him how to do it because that's something all men should know how to do. And I know how to tie a tie on myself. Mm-hmm. I can't do it on anybody else. Yeah, it's deceptively hard. Mm-hmm. Like you can, you will eventually learn it, but to, even following directions, sometimes something just doesn't quite work, and you end up with a sort of square knot that isn't really doing anything. That was one of my favorite times was uh, Ryan stopping a podcast in the middle so that he could film how to tie a tie for Mike one time. <laughs> I think that podcast ever never actually went to air. It was one of those that we redid because we oh, yeah. could actually talk that oh. night. But we got a great video of Mike or for Mike to on how to tie a tie. It was pretty fun. Well, I'm glad Ryan knows how to tie a tie. Ryan does know how to tie a tie. Yep. At least in one pattern. Yeah, I learned how to tie tie because my girlfriend, um, dad owned a men's clothing store and he sold suits and stuff. And we used to hang out in the store all the time and we would do that. Hang on just a second. This is Kate, so mom should answer it. I love how your phone talks to you. I thought she said Kate. I mean, not Kate, but Kate. Oh, no, Kate. So now we've got pumpkins and cake calling Sue's house, huh? Yeah. Pumpkins and cake calling my house. Trisha just has food on the brain. I think Apparently. she does. I give you one of my cough drops, Trisha. I share my moose munch with you, and I would I don't do that lightly, but I can't quite figure out how to flew it to you. Yeah, I know. Well, I don't even have a fireplace. Oh man. Okay, so figure out better ways to do that. George says I got her a, a Red Sox shirt. But I gave it to her earlier because it didn't seem like a good thing to do in a four-star restaurant. <laughs> and so then he shows her the shows him the earrings that he got. She'll love those. Those are great. And, and George is just incredibly nervous. Poor George. And he says, well, you know, I don't have a very good track record. Nope. And then we have a voice in the fireplace. And it's Hermione. 
Oh dear. And she says, Oh dear, am I interrupting? I hope you don't dress like that every day because that's not what a muggle would do. <laughs> no, it's like, he's got a dinner date. And Hermione, don't be silly. But she's come to tell them there's good news and bad news. And, uh, you know, which do you want first? And, of course, George says good and Alf says bad at the same time. So she goes for the good news. We've got the potion done. Yay! No more dead mice! Hmm. What were They've you doing They've done wrong? it perfectly. Mm-hmm. And he says, are you sure? And he says, George, what have you ever known me to say perfect? <laughs> and mean almost. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so when do we do it? I, I know I have things I need to do here, but Alf's like, when do I get my magic back? Woohoo! And so she says, well, I want to do a little blood test just to make sure that you are not, you know, the only man person in the world that's actually allergic to this stuff because that would be bad. Every year, just, just be the luck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they're taking some blood from Elf. And then there's the bad news. Yeah. They suspect that one of Katie's family, who might have been out to cause harm to Elf in the first place, is in Boston. Yeah. Mm. Pretty close. Dorcas Bell, her mother. <laughs> and George is like, okay, we're leaving. Let's go. Dorcas. Well, that's a fitting name considering one of the accused witches was named Dorcas, although she was all but four years old. Well. Interesting. Yep. There's a Dorcas Meadows in Canon. I think she's yep. in the old order or something like that. Mm-hmm. I think so, yeah. George is like, all right, let's go. We're leaving. And Hermione says, nope, you're safer here than you would be anywhere else. The American ministry is all over it. And he's uh, like, well, I, right can't, I can't leave Alpha here alone. And so Hermione says, I'll stay. You know, go on your date. It's fine. I can babysit. And George is like, I can't ask you to do that. You have kids to go home to. And she's like, ah, no, I hear you've got really good food. And Alpha's like, yeah, lasagna. Mm. <laughs> Leftover. Yeah. She says, you're not questioning my skill as a witch, are you? <laughs> Never. That would be a bad idea. Yeah. He says, okay, as long as you call me, if anything happens. And she will. And then we have the date. And it's Murphy's Law. Yeah. Dates what? where everything goes wrong. So oh, the, boy. the restaurant's botched the reservation and they end up at a table in the back near the kitchen. And they're next to a family that's brought a five-year-old to a four-star restaurant and just let him run wild and, and do all that. And the waiter... Pours wine glasses on Michelle's dress, uh-huh. which was white, and the yeah, wine is red. Red, red. Of, course. of course. George gets his tie in the chocolate mousse, and then it rains when they're running home. Well, and then the car won't unlock because he's locked the keys in there. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, ah. Oh. But they laugh about it, and he laughs about it, and she appreciates that because a lot of men would have just gone off the deep end and screamed and yelled and ranted, and a lot of women would have too. And the fact that they can just kind of sit and laugh about it really kind of shows her that he's the guy for her. And they decide to walk home because, hey, they can't get any wetter. <laughs> hey, I might, I might help, help stain on the dress. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or at least the chocolate mousse. Mm-hmm. So, but and George he... says, "Well, no. Once we, I know we've said we're not telling each other our secrets yet, but once we get that out of the way, I'm going to ask you to marry me. Uh, except, I guess I kind of did already. So, hopefully, whenever that happens, you say yes." <laughs> mm-hmm. 
and she stops him and she says, there's one thing I need to ask you. And I, I know that you can't tell me everything, but if I guess, will you at least know if I'm right? And she wants to know if there's a custody battle going on. Because as much as she loves him, if he has Alf and has taken Alf away from his mother and is holding him against his will or against his mother's will, then all bets are off. Mm -hmm. And he says, no, she really is dead. And I would never do that. But I love that you are putting him first. So, But there is a problem with his mother's family. And that's who they're hiding from right now. Yeah. Legally, I have full rights. But they are nefarious. Yep. So there we go. And he says, anything I've, you know, I'm not a perfect father, but what mistakes I've made, I've made out of love. And she said, well, then who did you leave him with tonight? You left him alone? Well, that's going to be hard to explain. Oh, my sister-in-law from England suddenly, yeah. Appeared. Yeah. She? George left. She's married to one of my brothers. It's okay. But, she's been scary to me since we were kids. <laughs> mm-hmm. But he wants her to think about maybe going to England with them, if everything works out. And she says, I don't have any ties here. I've got friends. But, yeah, I could do that. And then she tells him that he's handsome and he Aww. wants to know before or after I put my tie in chocolate sauce. Oh, oh the whole time. Yeah. yeah. And as they're getting home, the neighbor's door closes and George waves and it lets her know, oh yeah, that's Mrs. O'Malley. And, no, actually, it's not O'Malley. It's some other name. It begins with a D. Mm-hmm. I can't think of it. Yeah. yeah. Nice folks, though. Cute kid. Yeah. He's quite taken with Alf is our Harry. Haven't met the husband yet. He travels. Yeah, he's a big guy. He's a lot like O'Malley, but not his personality. So she's met him, at least. That's a change. Mm-hmm. So, But it's a school night, so she has to go. Mm-hmm. Go home and go to bed. And Hermione heads home, too, and George starts to share the PG-rated stories of the evening. <laughs> and then we're on into June. I wish it was June. I'm cold. <clears throat> yeah, me too. Yeah, I know. Like oh, I past Christmas right now. I know it got down to like four below yesterday. I'm griping because it's <laughs> it's thirty. It's I don't know what here I don't know what cold is. Obviously, no, yeah. no, you do not. It doesn't <laughs> to go outside now. Yeah, I got I found this picture of my knee, and it was well of my sister in law. So she goes, it's thirty, and it was rain. It's rainy. I checked the weather channel. It was fifty. And my poor niece had oh this whole God. so uh, she had this whole huge snowsuit on, and I'm just like she's probably sweltering in that. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, my family, my brother now lives in Chicago, and my sister in law is born and raised all her life in Atlanta, Georgia. So when it gets to be fifty, she's like, <laughs> I'm like, now you just wear a sweatshirt. Yeah, it's You're like okay. Jen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're apparently warming up a little bit, so we're about where you are, Mooney. It says it's minus two and feels like minus nine at the moment. Uh, why do I live here? <laughs> yeah, there's a comic that um, somebody did. I can't remember where it was from. It's a, as a, a somewhat morose-looking guy saying, "The air hurts my face." Yeah. Do I live where the air hurts my face and my hands and. <laughs> Well, yes, but presumably you could put things on those. Well, y- y- yes, but it doesn't do much good because I have no circulation. 
And so mm. both my dad and I, by the time we get home, like it just yeah, the pain I'm still wearing is just my unbearable. Boots extra layer of pants i just haven't changed out of them since i got home so, and it hasn't mm. been a problem <laughs> yeah there's a little running trick for, for, for everybody when i go running outside with it and it gets a little windy and it hurts you know it hurts your face and everything like that what you do is sunblock on mm. why don't wind, you don't get wind it just protects it from when the wind burns oh i was you know, it's probably good to, to have anyway vaseline, but mm. you could, but sunblock sunblock yeah. would be better Okay. I just, I'm not going to go out. I, I took Bonnie to the dog park on Saturday and it was, you know, about 35. It wasn't too bad, but I swear it dropped five to seven degrees and then started snowing on me while I was yeah. there. I'm I was sorry. Like, okay. It's time to go home now. Bonnie's like, I want to play. I'm like, no, it's cold. She has fur. Yeah. Yes. I felt uh, bad apparently for her. The, mm-hmm. the comic I was thinking of is from depressedalien.com. What? Somebody. <laughs> Somebody shared it on Facebook at some point, so that's where I saw it. But I did a search for the phrase, and that's what came up. So, okay. Depressed alien number 143. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I don't even know what to say. <laughs> Me either. So, we have Saturday, June 15th is never far from George's mind, because that's when they're going to tell. And they're going to have a picnic in the park grounds, and going to be a quiet private discussion and they're going to each tell the other that they're magical the best laid plans yeah yeah Yeah. so but it's friday and it's al's last day of school and so and george is littering about the house and hermione is called to say the potion is a success and whenever he's ready they can return to england and take Mm -hmm. the potion that just and seems George too comes fast. running in with straight A's and he's Alf? having a great time. Yes, Alf does, yes. George is already there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's like, yay, I'm so proud of you. And then he's making a cake because uh, it's their anniversary. Mm-hmm. And Alf was like, oh, I hadn't remembered. It was a year I should have remembered. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's been a good year. Except then Alf goes quiet and runs out of the house. And George is like, that's a switch, what happened? But yeah. but it's also been over a year since his mom died, and he didn't yeah. even remember. Mm-hmm. He, he thinks been. he's a terrible son. Oh, yeah. So he... Like, oh, you live your life. That's what mom wants you to do. My mom's been dead for a year, and I didn't even think about it. Oh, God. Hey, poor George. He's like, oh, I am such an idiot. Because George doesn't think of it that way. George yeah. thinks, this is the best day of my life. I got Alf, and Alf has saved me. And I have been nothing but happy with Alf since. There's been things that have happened that haven't been great, but I wouldn't give any of this up for anything. And he doesn't think about this fact that the reason that he got Alf is because Alf's mother died. Yeah. yeah. So they talk, mm-hmm. and Alf calms down, and they work everything out, and, you know. Yeah. Nobody planned on all this happening, but it happened and it worked out kind of well for us. And mm-hmm. we're glad that it's gone as well as it has. Yeah. And then they go down and had to have some cake. And two minutes later, they're chasing each other around. And, and like this one. Yeah. And they run into the, the cake and George thinks for a minute that they're going to have a food fight. And normally wouldn't mind, but his cake. But his son is smarter than that. They decide they need milk with their cake. Phew. Yeah. Yay, cake! 
Cake is good. Mm-hmm. And it's the next morning. George is packing his picnic basket for the nineteenth time. Mm-hmm. He's not nervous. Not at all. Yeah. And and the phone rings and Alf answers it and Alf comes in and says, "Hey, I need to do something. I'll be right back. I'm gonna go across the street." And I go, "Okay." What's a tarragon? It's a kind of spice. It's an it's herb. Good. It's an herb. Okay. It's yummy. Is that the one that makes things yellow? Or is that no? That's, that's, that's turmeric. Yeah. yeah, I always mix those two up. Tarragon is a really good herb for like fish dishes. We use it in our our tomato chutney to go on our tuna when we do our tuna steaks and stuff like that. It, it's a nice little herb. It's I'm trying to I want to say I it's kind think of it lemony. Okay, so well, I'll have to go to the grocery store and find some. Just smell it at least, and then I'll sit there and go, oh, oh, now I understand. So Alf comes back in and he says, so dad, do you want the good news or the bad news? And George is like, hmm, surprise me. And we find out that Tony has called and Tony, ha- or Jimmy's called and Tony has the chicken pox. And so Alf can't go over there. Oh, go over, get sick, get it done with, and. I know. Yeah, that's what everybody does. And George is like, the wind is knocked out of him because you know, he can't leave Alf alone, not anymore, not with crazy mama crazy. looking for him. <laughs> yeah. And taking Alf... And he can't take him with him because that's his... That'd be just you weird. Know, yeah. And so, but Alf is a resourceful little dude, and he has gone across <laughs> the street and talked to Mrs. Dorsley and asked her if she'd watch him. And she said, sure, Harry's a handful and she could always use the help, so... He's going to go over there and Quite hang out. the opposite of his namesake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Kim yeah, laughs. He, ha- he has some deadly in Mm-hmm. He does. And George is like, I- are you sure it's not a bother? He goes over to talk to her. And she's like, no, and I don't want to interrupt your important romantic business. <laughs> George kind of glares <laughs> down at his son. And he's like, well, you know, I had to give her a good reason. And then the cell phone rings. And Michelle has talked him into getting a cell phone, which is not a good thing. He He's with this cell phone, and like my mother is with her new cell phone. It's just not a good match. Although no. mom's getting better at it. And she says, I'm leaving a little later than I expected. Because she's been off with her girlfriend spending the night having some girl time. And she's taken the dog with her because they love the dog. And so she says, I'm going to be late. My last night was an interesting evening, to say the least. Oh, dear. She's like, ooh, I will wait for you. And then he hears the flu. He's like, I gotta go! And they both say, I love you. And they're both very excited about this reveal that they're going to do. Oh, my. Mm -hmm. And speaking of reveals, uh, Alf goes over to sit in the sandbox with little Harry, Hmm. who is uh, driving the trucks. This is, it's the... This one's the dump truck. That's very important that you understand this. And, <laughs> yes. And, um, and it's not actual. And oh, by the way, their name isn't actually Dorsey. That's just what how Harry says it. It's Dursley, <laughs> which we knew by this point. But, you know. Yeah. And then. Um, and Vernon has gone to pick up his parents. That's an important. You mean Dudley. Dudley has gone to pick up Vernon. That's it. Yes. Yes. And And Harry says that. Daddy likes to be called Mr. D because it makes him different from Grandpa because Grandpa is Mr. Dursley. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He gets he gets really red in the face when he yells. Mm-hmm. Daddy or Grandpa? Grandpa. Huh. Uh, I noticed that 
this is one of the ones where they've switched the Dursley hair colors, like the movies, because mm-hmm. uh, Vernon's actually has black hair, but yeah, minor detail. Yeah. <laughs> So, yes, they've gone to pick up this uh, large man who yells, and Harry was named after a freak that they knew when uh, his dad was a kid. Mm-hmm. Off is going, this rings so a they, bell. <laughs> so they haven't told him how they're related to Harry. No. No. And Harry has a secret that he yeah. wants to show Elf, and that is that he can make his truck fly around. I showed it to Grandma once, and she got mad, and I said everyone would think I was a freak, and to never tell anyone, so I'd never have. But I don't think you'll think I'm a freak. And Alf's like... Can, can little kids, I wonder, sense whether the person they're talking to is magical or not? Possibly. Or, you know... Yeah, true, but I mean, I'm just... And I think that he's just, he's found a friend. Mm-hmm. And he probably hasn't had a lot of friends before. No. And so... He makes, yeah, he makes the truck float. <laughs> Alf's like, did you just make that truck fly, Harry? Yes. And I can do other things, too. I don't know how, but I know I can do it. And Alf's like, oh, dear. And Harry sees him, and he gets all upset. You do think I'm a freak? And Alf's like, no, no, no. I don't think so. I think, you know, do your parents know you can do this? And he says, no. After Grandma called me a freak, I was scared to tell him. And so Alf says, well, I know somebody that can do this kind of stuff, too. My dad. Maybe you should come and talk to my dad, and my dad can talk to your dad. Because sometimes <laughs> grown-ups listen to each other better than they listen to kids. Uh, yeah. And Harry's like, I'm so glad you're my friend. <laughs> That's so cute. He is mm-hmm. cute. And then we shift back to George, mm-hmm. who is oh, in dear. chapter three, and he's waiting and waiting. And waiting. Yeah. And she's yeah. going to come. She told me she was running late. Surely she wouldn't stand me up. It's just traffic. And he's waiting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's waiting. And then and we have Michelle, who's in the vet's emergency room, pacing, crying, and angry because Rufus just got hit by a car. Mm. Yeah. And, and she keeps trying to call George, and it's going straight to voicemail, mm-hmm. and she can't get through to him. Right. And George has checked his messages several times, but for some reason he did something when he hung up the phone the last time and his messages aren't coming through. And then we jump to back to the Dursleys and Dudley has come in with his parents and Vernon takes one look at Alf and says, you, you boy, you bloody hell get away from my grandson, you little freak. And Alf's like, what? What? And, you know, Vernon starts smacking him, and how did you find us? And he's just going off. And Dudley's like, Dad! You know, and he's got poor Alf, you know, by the shoulders, and he's shaking him like a dog. And, you know, this poor kid's just terrified. Kim scoops up the sobbing, frightened Harry, and, mm-hmm. you know. And Petunia says, oh, it's not likely a Weatherby. He's one of those Weasleys. Your and- cousin used to go on about. And, and then all the pieces fall into place. Yep. And Alf goes, it's, it's the magic aiding Dursleys! And he says, call the authorities, we got a little freak on the loose! Oh, shut up. I know. And Alf grab, you know, wrenches himself away and runs to his house and slams the door and locks it. And here Vernon comes, comes after him with a shotgun. Yeah. Bless you. And it's five o'clock, 
and Harry's and Alf's thinking that his dad should have come home by now, but he hasn't, and he doesn't want to interrupt him. But this is an emergency. <laughs> Damn um, right it is. So he gets his medallion out, and he's like, "Dad, I need a home, Dad." And that's where the chapter ends. And that's where the chapter ends. Such a terrible cliffhanger. So we're on to June part two, mm-hmm. and George is just numb. It's, it's five. And she hasn't shown up, so he just pours the wine out into the dirt, packs up the food. Oh, that's just, you know, that's just these people. <laughs> you chug it. Nah, he didn't want to chug it. And, yeah. you know, something must have happened. He keeps thinking to himself, something must have happened. But, you know, she if she wanted to break it up, she'd at least have called me. And, then... and he's looking at his useless cell phone, which I'm guessing is dead in some fashion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he tried calling her 17 times. He's checked his messages 100 times, and, you know, nothing's worked. So she's calling him, he's calling her, and they're not connecting at all. Doesn't it occur to him to go to her house? No, but she's not. She's traveling. Oh, that's true. She's at the emergency room, and he has no way to know. Yeah. And then he gets the coin, and it's in danger. And It's hot. Yeah. And we have... You know, he can hear the words in his mind, Danger, Shotgun, Vernon Dursley. And he's like, Vernon Dursley, how on earth? And he, and he apparates, home. apparates back home. And he creeps in the house. And fortunately, Alf is not injured. but Or, or about to whack him over the head. Yeah. And, you know, there's the, the neighbors are the Dursleys. And he thinks I'm a wizard. And he's got a gun. And okay. Then we hear this fierce pounding on the front door. Freaks, criminals, coming into our lives again. Don't you think I don't remember what you did to my boy? I'll not let you corrupt my grandson. The nerve of you showing your face around decent people. And the gun goes off. He throws himself down on top of Alf. And Dudley says, what are you doing? How dare you fire a shotgun around my child? Why did you even have that in my house? Why was it in your car? Did he keep the one from London? Yeah, it was the thing I thought. I mean, that one was best. How the hell did he get it through security? Well, I yeah, I who knows? He probably bought it here. I, well, but no, because that would take the airport. Yeah, I don't know. Weird. And, and it's hard. I mean, I thought guns in London were hard to come by, but which is why that that whole thing in in Philosopher's Stone just doesn't make sense. Well, you can have shotguns for hunting. It's mm-hmm. a different thing, but. Yeah. Guns in London, that sounds like a nice band name. But anyway. So George sends an <laughs> George sends an SOS signal to Hermione and the folks back home and pretty soon Pierce Percy's there and he's like, Vernon Dursley, new neighbor, get us out of here. They know our names. He figures out. Mm-hmm. So Bless yeah, Percy. So, I mean the shot the shotguns went off and then the, mm-hmm. I mean the people are gonna be calling the police and so they're gonna be saying stuff so that that's gonna alert other people. To where where and, he is, and if they're yeah. in Salem, and Dudley's good. like, "Dad, you idiot! You're the one raving on another man's lawn with a shotgun. <laughs> come on, yeah. What do you think the police are going to think? The police are going to come after you." And so George sends Alf with Percy. Alf doesn't want to go, but mm-hmm. you know. but not before he tells George that young Harry is a wizard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we find out that Dorcas is on the move. She's heading here because she's been. Wired into the Muggle police broadcasts. She's got <laughs> her own police police radio she's, there. I was gonna say she's in the scanner. Mm-hmm. She's wow! In the scanner. And so they've got to go. 
So Alf is going, and George is going to deal with Dudley, and it's okay. Don't worry about me. I'll be fine, Alf. And Percy takes him away. And then there's a little knock-knock on the door, and the spelled bouquet says, It's okay. It's somebody that's friendly. So he alohomores the door and waits for the intruder to be revealed. Mm-hmm. And we end up at Shell Cottage. Shell Cottage. Alf and Bill. Mm-hmm. And Alfred, you really must go to bed. Everything will be fine. And Alf's like, I'm not going anywhere until I see my dad. And he's like, your Uncle George will not be happy to know you're giving us a hard time. And Alf's like, <laughs> he's not my Uncle George. He's my father. Yeah. And uh, Percy says, uh, Bill, why don't you go over there? <laughs> <laughs> I'll take care of things. Just keep him quiet. My kids are sleeping. Which I imagine he was being quiet until you started to force him to go to bed. If you just left him alone, everything would have been fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's it's not like it's an unreasonable thing for uh, babysitters to do is to try and get the kid to bed. Yeah, but there's a difference in your dad's out on a date with your mom and it's bedtime or your dad's facing a lunatic with a shotgun. You should just yeah. go to sleep and let us deal with it, dear. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> But thankfully, we've got Uncle Percy. Yeah. Mine are jumping back just because I'm not entirely sure how Dorcas Bell has managed to have a police scanner because aren't they like the crazy ultra purebloods? <laughs> well, it doesn't. Yeah, it just says that she's um, tapped into their radio waves. So maybe there's some sort of spell or something that she knows. And yeah. she figures that the muggle police, you know. Yeah, that's the they, place to they, go. They might, she might hear something from there. Yeah. So maybe the bells are just more pragmatic about it than the Malfoys and the Blacks were, I suppose. But mm-hmm. it's just a little incongruous. Yeah, just a bit. Anyway, back to where we were. So George, uh, Percy's holding on to Alf, and Alf kind of falls asleep into his in his arms while waiting for George to come. Yeah. And, then, and what he's really worried about is what's going on with Michelle because. Mm-hmm. George can handle everything else. Yeah, but Michelle, that's a bad one. So, and apparently the visitor at the door was Dudley Dursley. Dudley! <laughs> Hello, Dudley. And they uh, have a conversation. Oh my god, he can string more than three words together. Yep. Dudley has grown up. Mm-hmm. He has. Yeah. And, you know, Dudley's become quite a good guy. Mm-hmm. They, they both sort of apologize for things they've done to each other in the past. And they they get that straight, and he calls him Mr. Dursley, and Dudley's like, please call me Dudley. Don't call me my, by my father's name. I don't want to be there. And he's in the custody of the police, mm-hmm. and Dudley's not bailing him out. No, nope. much to his mm-hmm. mother's. Apparently the, the Salem police are a little sensitive about people going crazy and talking about wizards, mm-hmm. given mm-hmm. You know, what happened 400 years ago. I wonder if they know. I don't know if the Muggle police have any idea or not. Probably yeah. not. I wonder how close the Salem Witches Institute actually is to Salem, whether it's, you know, uh, oh, it's actually around there or just named by it. Mm-hmm. And I love this little piece because Dudley has always kind of wondered what happened to Harry and has thought that probably Harry died. And, you know, is that bad wizard still at it? Moldy warts or something like that? And George <laughs> thinks that's great. Moldy warts! Oh, Fred would love that one! No, your cousin took care of his moldiness over ten years ago. That was, you know, simple and more complicated family, you see. Harry, George, you are George, right? Yeah. Is Harry okay? I, I've never been able to find out. My parents would never tell me. 
And George yep. is like, yeah, he's great. Married to my sister. They've got three kids. <laughs> like, wow. Three kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you probably are surprised because I'm sure that he never said a good word about me because I wasn't, you know, a very good person. But once I realized what had happened and that he saved my life, I changed. Mm-hmm. And, and George apologizes for the tongue-tongue toffee. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's like, it did scare me, but Not enough. it was a good thing. So where's your brother, the twin? Dead. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> and so Dudley starts to leave, and George says, wait, I don't know how you're going to feel about this, but Alf thinks your son's a wizard. Dudley grins. I know. He is. I've known since he was three months old, and he made his favorite toy zip across the nursery. And I don't know if you've noticed or not, but he's got Harry's eyes and my Aunt Lily's yeah. eyes. Oh. And he hasn't told Kim yet. Mm-mm. And George says, eh, you should probably do that and also talk to the kid himself because he got scared by his grandparents at some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. yeah, so talk to him. They are I know it. Mm. Take care of yourself. And then he goes and he gets his manuscript. And he... I want to see this conversation. Somebody write a one-shot or something, please. The conversation with little Harry? Yes. Yeah. Mm. Well, be fun. As long as he knows his parents support him, he'd be good. Yeah. So he gets the, George gets the manuscript, the one that Michelle's always wanted to read, and he sits down and he writes a postscript, and he packages it up, and he sends it to her mailbox. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And... Hermione, uh, they organized that um, Hermione is not going to have the neighbors obliviated. And mm-hmm. he says, well, you know, the one kid was saying something about witness protection. Maybe you can use that. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that's what they're going to do. Yep. And George heads out to Shell Cottage. Yeah. And Percy blinks awake and he's like, oh, good, you're okay. And Harry, or uh, Harry, I keep saying Harry now that we've got Harry in the picture. <laughs> Alf wakes up and, you know, everything's okay. Dorcas Bell has been forestalled. Vernon's in jail. Yay. Dudley turned out not to be half bad. Yay. Yeah. So, and then Bill comes in and says. And ruins everything. Yeah. When did he start calling you dad? And George looks at him and says, I'm his father. Percy told me the official adoption cleared a month ago, and I don't expect you to understand, but you don't need to. I am his father, and I'm going to bed now. Good night. Someone please mm-hmm. kick him. Yeah. Well, oh, he's, he's not that bad. Yeah. And then we find Michelle Febre. Hmm. We're back to Michelle. He's having a terrible time because mm-hmm. Rufus has died and George has vanished. Yeah. And yeah. Rufus, the big mutt that she'd saved from the SPCA after Anthony had died, and he had pretty much saved her, and he didn't live through the emergency operation. And the only person that could have helped her has disappeared without a trace, and she can't believe that he didn't even acknowledge her phone calls even after she called and left a message saying that Rufus had died. Well, how was she supposed to know that whatever made him disappear wasn't happening while she was calling? Well, she doesn't care. He should have still been there. If he loved her, he'd still have been there for her. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. She doesn't get the... She assumes that he got her messages. Right. And then when his letter says, I don't know why you didn't show up today, I can't imagine what could have happened, she doesn't take that as a oh he didn't get my messages she just um it just makes her mad because mm-hmm. well of course i didn't show up because i was with my dog was, yeah yeah <sighs> so she dumps the manuscript in the recycling but she can't leave it there and she picks it up but she can't 
She's not going to read it now. Maybe someday when it doesn't hurt so bad. No, because that oh, would be far too helpful. So we move to chapter 17, June part 3, the final chapter of this section of the story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And George and Alf are waking up. Yeah. And George decides he wants coffee more than shower, so Alf gets to go do that. <laughs> Alf wants to know if he's okay. And he says, well, maybe. I left her a way to get in touch with me. If she wants to, then then she'll get in touch. <laughs> Meanwhile, in the last chapter, she was thinking, well, he still knows my cell number. If he wants to, he'll get in touch. <laughs> uh, not from London, or wherever the heck they are, he won't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And but they're going to focus sucks. on Alf and his magic at this point. Yeah. And so he goes down and runs into Bill. Bill and- apologizes. Yeah, well, he starts to apologize, and George just lays into him again. I'm his father. I might not have contributed biologically to his creation, but I am his father. And if Fred was alive, it would be a different story, but he's not. And I am here, and don't you be giving me guff about this. Bill's like, dude, (laughs) I was going to apologize. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because... Fleur talked to him for about an hour mm-hmm. this morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And okay. Bill says, okay, well. Yes. yes. That was fun. You all just talked at the same time. I think we all said the same thing. No, all right, that works. Not quite. <laughs> yeah. George says, okay, I'm on edge because the woman I was going to marry has apparently decided to vanish. My son was... Oh, yes. <laughs> the next phrase is, my son was attacked by a muggle fruitcake, and I was going, I don't remember flying fruitcake. What the... Oh, oh, he's talking about Vernon. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, given fruitcake's reputation, by that I mean the food, you could very well attack somebody with a fruitcake. That's true, you I could. I suppose. Now I'm imagining a giant fruitcake with a shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> no, just chuck the fruitcake at somebody. It's hard food. enough. Yes, I don't no know. No more food. No more food. Trisha needs to go to bed. She can't go to bed hungry. All right. So we've moved to Michelle, who's laying in a hammock at Jimmy's house. With a big margarita. With a big margarita. And so Jimmy, Tony was right. They're in the witness protection. So weird. And And Jimmy um, mentions to her that he'd said George should just tell her the secret sooner. Mm. And apparently her friend Karen said the same to her. So Jim, Jimmy says, so, uh, you never told him that, uh, you're a witch? What? <laughs> and she sits up abruptly, abruptly, which is a really bad thing to do in a hammock, and it dumps her on yeah. the ground. And she's like, you know. Mm-hmm. And he says, well. Tony had told him. Ranting and raving. Screaming. Yeah. And Her boyfriend, Tony, not Jim's yeah, son, I know. Tony. I was just yeah. calculating that in my head. Wait a minute, they both had the same name. Yeah. Thank you for clarifying, because I was like, and wait a minute, I'm confused is, here. The funniest thing is how she told him. I thought it would be cute and harmless. Why? Why? It would be easy to deliver notches and beer. Of all things, to tell him that she's a witch. Honestly. Well, you know, some people would have liked that. It's a great way to get things delivered. Mm-hmm. I could use a summoning charm. If I'm not allowed to apparate, I can go for summoning. So, yeah, because then I can get all the stuff that I've misplaced. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. Jimmy says, I really thought he'd be okay with it, too. And, you know, you ought to be able to be what you are. If you can't be with George, maybe you should go. 
be with, you know, your own people. And I'm not saying this really to get rid of you because I don't want you to go, but I want you to be happy. And then he refills her margarita, which makes her happy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Apparently, L. Frank L. Baum, I think it is L. Frank, actually. L. Frank Baum. Oh, L. Frank Baum. It was a scrib. Of course he was. Yeah. Yeah. He says, uh, do not bring up The Wizard of Oz to anyone in the magical community who actually knows what movies are. (laughs) Yeah, they flip out. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she says, a word of advice, anything strange or untrue you've always wondered about, probably actually is true in some way and connected to my people. Mm-hmm. So he says, you know, keep in touch. I don't want my little Tony to lose you as well. And she promises and figures out she hasn't had enough tequila yet. <laughs> yeah. So then we're back to Elf's bed mm-hmm. where everybody down. is gathered around except Ron and Charlie, who are downstairs, Hermione and Draco figured it's better to do the potioning in Diagon Alley because if something happens, they've got supplies. Yeah. Very close. And Alf's got a smoking potion, and he's really looking calm, and George is, of course, pale as milk. Mm-hmm. And they, Draco says, what's going to happen is he's going to fall into a light sleep, and then he's going to get a fever, and it'll be a deep fever, about 101 degrees for two days. Oh. And I was like, yeah, that's how I remember it before. And, you know, George is still, are you sure? I don't mean to insult you, but are you sure? And Draco says, I would give this to my own son. Does that answer your question? Yes. Yep. And so, Alf takes his potion. And time passes. And everything's going as expected. And then Alf's fever jumps. Yeah. To 103. Way too high. Yeah. And they can't give him magical potions because that'll interfere. And George is just sitting there oh, numb because. The compress. Oh, that was the worst thing. In the world. Oh, I still hate those things. My um, when I was little, I used to get fevers, and when they would spike, I would go with convulsions. And anytime, so my mom ended up becoming very paranoid. And anytime I went over a hundred. I would get, she would ice me down, and I can't remember her doing that and screaming because I hate it. <laughs> Arr, cold. Mm-hmm. I'm like, they stripped me down my underwear. I start t- uh, just taking the cold compress and just wiping me down. I'm like, ah, I just want to get up with the cover <laughs> Well, in this case, Alfred is uh, unconscious, so he doesn't yeah, have to worry about that. <laughs> but, um, Fred is watching from limbo, and this is just going wrong, and that's not how things are supposed to be, and he's trying with all his might to refuse it happening, and then Alf is there walking towards him. Oh, God. And, of course, we change scenes to Michelle, who is penning her letter of recognition, resignation (laughs) to the school district because she's going to move to London. Mm -hmm. Which just happens to be closer to George, but she didn't know that. She doesn't know that, yeah. Because part of what doomed her and George was the fact that they were from different worlds. Not so much! Well, yeah. (laughs) Not exactly. Yeah. Alf's confused. He's like, Dad? Oh, wait. Dad? (laughs) Yeah. Am I dead then? No, you can't die. My brother can't handle this. No, no, no. You can't be here. I love you, but go home. Mm-hmm. And Alf says, yeah, there's a pull there. He's calling me back, but it's getting fainter. Go, Alf, go. 
Yeah. So, Alf goes. I'll make you proud of me, Dad. He already is. Okay. <laughs> Aww. Cedric says, yep, you're a Gryffindor, all right. And Alf coughs and wakes him. <laughs> and then he says, I'm cold. Yeah, that's because they've been dosing you in cold water. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I thought I lost you. I thought I lost you. And he's hovering, covering the boy, you know, hugging him. And the fever's broke. Yay! And then, and then no. here comes Dorcas Bell. Mm-hmm. Oh, dear. Besmirched by such a claim of a squib being in our family, blah, blah, blah. You yeah. would have made him a squib. Oh. I know, I love that. Draco's like, you made him a squib. And she's like, I don't care. He's still a squib and he can't be part of my family. This just part just doesn't make any sense at all whatsoever. Well, I want to know what happened to the two guards downstairs. Yeah, really. Mm-hmm. They apparently weren't on the job. Apparently. Well, they probably came rushing up when crazy stuff started happening with Elf. Probably. Because Ron's there, so it was Ron and Charlie that were downstairs. I yeah. don't know where Charlie is, but at any rate, she's... Um, Starts going on. He's a freak. You're an embarrassment to wizards. And then there's a bang. You made him. She, she's been yeah, hit with the bat bogey hex. And George is like, "Way to go, Ginny!" And Ginny's like, well, "I don't have my wand out. What? I didn't do it." And Alf says that he did it. No, I know I'm not supposed to do that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and George says, "Yeah, nice shot." Say that line so. again, would you, Scott? Because I coughed all over you. Well, I've got mine recorded anyway, but yes. <laughs> and Elf says, yeah, I, I know I'm not supposed to do that. Uh, sorry about that. George says, right, uh, nice shot. You're forgiven. Mm-hmm. This time. I guess the potion worked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so he kind of sends everybody away, including Dorcas, who's stupefied because he wants to spend some time alone with Alf. And Alf's like, I want you to teach me how to fly. Not today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but soon. And hey, look, Alf's got a letter of acceptance to Hogwarts. It's way too contrived. Well, the the quill knew he had magic back. But that must have been a really fast owl. It must have been a very fast owl. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, I missed the bit that um, Alf stole George's wand out of his pocket. That's what he used to cast the curse with. It wasn't just accidental magic. No, he borrowed the wands because she didn't see him. Yeah. So he did it. And that's it. So, I love these stories. I think they're really well written. I think that it's a great concept, and I really encourage our readers to go ahead and finish this. And when MJ posted this on November 24th of 2007, they were headed out of town and said, oh, I better wrap this up, because I don't want an angry posse coming after me. <laughs> uh, lots of people were expecting Michelle and George to end up together. I have plans within plans. And we can't make anything too easy for George. But there's more no. to come. So, Poor George. Yeah. yeah, this is not a. It's not a great place to end, but at least Alf has had his little um, mm-hmm. one of one of his threads got wrapped up. So that's something. Mm-hmm. And if you do want to find out what else goes along on with Michelle and George and Alf and CJ at Hogwarts, for example, that's in the third book. We belong moving on, mm-hmm. and it went in. Wraps up in We Belong 4, Growing Forward. And those are 26 and 43 chapters long, respectively, which is why we're not sticking them into the podcast, because that would be yep. pretty much the entire season. <laughs> yep. So, 
but they are very good. So we recommend that you read the rest of these stories if these ones have interested you at all. Yep, we did this to pique your appetite. And they are complete because they were all written in 2007 and 2008, so, you know. It's nice when you can start one that's complete. I know. I'm reading a complete one now. I don't remember if I read it while it was being written. I don't think so, because I think you read it the same time it got recommended to me. Okay. And it was complete at that point. Because okay. it was recommended on the forum. That's how I found it, and several uh, people were probably. talking about it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes, the first one was started on October 16th of 2007, and wrapped up November 1st of 2007, so that one went quite quickly. And then the next one was from uh, the 1st to the 24th, and then there's a bit of a break, and the third one was originally published in December 2007 and wrapped up in February 2008 and so on. But he doesn't, he or she doesn't appear to be writing anymore. The last fic that we, they have is Criminal Minds one from 2010. But we'll mm. see if we can get in touch. Maybe we can get some comments from MJ. Who knows? Yeah, we can. <coughs> Goodness, so you need some pepper-up potion or something. I do. <laughs> I really don't want to start another cough drop since we're so close to the end, so I'm trying yeah. to hold off. But we should probably close this out so that I can do something here.
you know, has you you he hasn't fallen far from the tree. Let's say that. <laughs> <laughs> I just I told my mom that she goes, "That's you. You say that." I go, "I never say anything about hippie and mistreating animals." <laughs> That's funny. He he is a funny kid. He really is. Oh my god! I, I mean, I I I had my head on my desk and I was crying. I bet. <laughs> I just could. I just couldn't believe him. Oh, I can believe him. Oh, I can believe it. But <laughs> the wow. kid has always made like I hate when people go. You never put your kids in. I'm I I I cringe because there's so many possibilities that it could. But from the mouth of babes. Yes. That comes out of that kid's mouth. I just like, okay, I'm ready. I'm being held. The kid, the kid told a nun that he was going to put her, put her in the tender so he could start to train with I <laughs> And this is when he was like two. <coughs> he goes, I'm going to put you in the tender so I can make the train go. And I was just like, don't say nun. Oh my god, you're <laughs> so going to hell. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. dear. I have to share another one of these comics. I just sort of was randomly going through some of them. And uh, I have discovered uh, the one gay unicorn and um, <laughs> the one not gay unicorn, mm-hmm. which is why there are no unicorns. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. Dear, dear, dear. So that's why they're all hiding in the forbidden forest, huh? No, this one uh, is the pair on the ark, and unfortunately, one of them happened to be gay. Oh, so so maybe, much for unicorns. Maybe they had the gay penguins on the ark too. Oh, huh. I thought of you, Mooney. There was a picture of a friend of mine, and she was petting a pink penguin. It's like, oh, Mooney, what kind? A big one. I don't know what kind. What colors? Black and white. <laughs> Any like orange? Like the really tall one. Um, I don't remember now. It was a couple of days ago. And I just, it just made me think of you. So My aunt got to see fairy penguins in Australia, but they mm. couldn't take pictures because otherwise it screwed up their mating or some such nonsense. I was not pleased. Aw. Mom saw the ones in New Zealand. Yeah, them too. Or maybe they're different kinds. I forget. All right, but the fairy penguins are adorable. The, how do I get the, the other chat? Uh, chat? Go, oh, go, in, go into our window. And then you know the the big black screen at the lower right. There's I a got little. It. I got it, baby. Come on. <coughs> yeah. Although why it does that, I don't know, but it drives me nuts. Oops. There we got it. <laughs> that is pretty funny. Oh. Yes. Well, and the we... one right before that is uh, Death showing up and saying, "Oh, sorry, it was next Tuesday. My bad." <laughs> Oops. But yes, I suppose we should wrap up the podcast for. The evening, since we're through the stories that we're planning to cover, and yeah, then Trisha can find something to eat and go to bed, and me too. Yeah, time to sleep. Well, <clears throat> I think most of us have shared what we wanted to. Did you guys have anything to share? I need to go finish it. I read the last one, and then I think I got to the the Big Bang. No pun intended, mm-hmm. and. I skipped like the last chapter or something because I was just like, okay, it's all good now. I don't need. To. <laughs> okay. It was. Was. And yay for Slytherins. Hmm. Slytherins are good. We enjoy yeah. that. Yeah. So. 
It was fun, and I really do think that people should go read the rest of it. Mm-hmm. There mm-hmm. you go. All right. This is one of those ones where we don't have a whole lot to say because we just like it. (laughs) (laughs) Good job, MJ. (laughs) You have made Potterfic Weekly speechless. (laughs) (laughs) And that's hard to do. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. So I guess with that, we will say goodnight, everybody. Goodnight, everyone. Night. Night.